Marketplace is supported by Putnam Investments, celebrating over 70 years of service to financial advisors, their clients, and institutions worldwide. Putnam Investments, a world of investing. Produced in association with the University of Southern California. We use that stormy weather music enough already on the program lately, but I'm just saying, brace yourself for still more dark clouds on the economic horizon. The latest global forecast, sorry to say, is rather gloomy. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by Reputation.com. Monitoring, protecting, and improving reputations online while deleting personal data from the Internet. Reputation.com. And by Progressive Insurance with Snapshot, a program in which rates are determined by the driving habits of policyholders. Learn more at Progressive.com. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Bob Moon in for Kai Rizdahl. Glad to have you with us this Tuesday, the 20th of September. So, the global economy has entered a dangerous new phase. Not my words, mind you. That's a quote today from the chief economist of the International Monetary Fund. The IMF just lowered its estimates for growth in the U.S. and Europe, which means it'll be harder for European countries to rein in their debt. Greek officials were huddling again today on what to do to keep from defaulting. But given this latest outlook, what's the risk to the U.S.? American banks have just gotten on their feet from our own crisis back in 2008. Are they going to get knocked down again? Our New York Bureau Chief Heidi Moore reports. Among American banks that are big players in foreign markets, Citigroup has the most at stake. Six of every $10 it makes comes from overseas. So you'd think Citigroup would be at risk from the European debt crisis. Well, not so much. Europe's most troubled countries are Portugal, Ireland, Italy, Greece, and Spain. Citigroup has about $14 billion in loans to the governments and companies there. Got that? $14 billion. Now, here's some context. Citigroup's total assets are about $2 trillion. We know that the direct exposure to the European countries is fairly limited from the large U.S. banks, and it doesn't exist at the small U.S. financial institutions. That's Fred Cannon, head of research for Keith Brietton Woods. From a big picture standpoint, it looks like the U.S. banking system and economy should be somewhat insulated. But we could be part of the collateral damage if Europe's debt crisis makes executives and bankers worry about doing business there. Larry Cantor is the global head of research for Barclays Capital. He says this crisis isn't about banks yet. It's about governments. Investors are doubting the ability of some of these countries to make good on their debt. That's a bad thing. But it's really a sovereign debt crisis that could create a bank crisis. Cantor says it's hard to predict the full damage until Europe figures out how to handle its problems. In New York, I'm Heidi Moore for Marketplace. First, he tried the conciliatory soft-sell approach, but that didn't seem to work. So this week, President Obama has drawn a line in the sand when it comes to cutting the deficit. He's now declared that if the GOP won't raise taxes on the rich, any cuts to entitlements will be dead on arrival. The super committee charged with slashing the deficit is similarly polarized, which brings us to this harsh reality. If Democrats and Republicans can't compromise and do it by Thanksgiving, we're in for automatic indiscriminate cuts. Marketplace's David Gura tells us what that might look and feel like. This is what happens if the super committee can't find a way to cut one and a half trillion dollars from the deficit. 
straight across the board slash that'll be split uh, evenly between defense and non-defense programs. That's Ryan McConaughey. He's with a centrist think tank called Third Way. You really take a buzzsaw to the budget uh, and, you know, wasteful programs and uh, worthwhile ones get cut just the same. McConaughey says if there's no deal, a lot is at risk. Salaries for border patrol agents and food inspectors, funding for schools and highways, and for the military. Todd Harrison is with the Center for Strategic and Budgetary Assessments. We're looking at pretty uh, steep and pretty abrupt cuts uh, in things like acquisition funding for weapon systems. The Pentagon could scale back on peacetime operations. It could limit the flights pilots take and how long ships stay at sea. Right now, it's hard to say what would take the biggest hit, but we do know some things are safe. Phil Swagel is with the American Enterprise Institute. Many of the most important uh, programs supporting people uh, with low incomes, supporting those most in need, would be exempt from the cuts. So Medicaid, for example. Medicare benefits would stay the same, but government payments to providers could change.